Have you heard us teach about befriending wakefulness and thought, oh my gosh, I just can't do that because when I'm awake at night, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do anything but just sleep. If so, this episode is for you. I'm going to go over the number one most common misunderstanding slash miseducation that I come across all the time. It is a question that I get from followers, students, clients, almost on a daily basis. So I really felt that I want to clarify something here, and I hope it will be really, really helpful for you. Uh, and so, yes, again, I want to, uh, you know, go over this. And, and the, the reason I say, say misunderstanding slash miseducation is that, you know, when something isn't understood, maybe that says more about the person who was educating than anything else. So, so really, again, I want to clarify this. And before we jump in, just very briefly, why was there? Why were we on kind of pause mode last week? I, I didn't say that. I should have said this last Monday. But anyways, kind of in retrospect, last week uh, I was in Florida uh, from Wednesday through Friday shooting the pilot episode of a <clears throat> docu series that we are in the process of creating. So basically I, I met um, a client, somebody with, with trouble sleeping, who didn't really know much at all about the way I teach. And then it was documented how like he shared his story about trouble sleeping and I started educating him and we'll follow him over about like six months or so to see how things change. And hopefully Netflix or Hulu or somebody will pick this up and we'll have a really nice educational series that hopefully will yeah, spread our message, uh, spread our teaching. Uh, but anyway, that's why I was. Well, we had a short week last week, uh, but uh, now I'm back and we'll have a typical week this week. So anyway, let's jump into this. Uh, the thing that I hear so often is something along these lines. And again, this can be from a student, a client, a follower, somebody on any YouTube comments, something like that says, I want to be friend of wakefulness, but I'm just too tired to get out of bed and do something fun, you know? And, you know, before we look at the misunderstanding slash miseducation here, a, a few words for, for anyone who's like, what is this? What's preventing wakefulness? What's, what's this whole thing about? Well, thinking of being awake at night as an enemy, as a, something we want to get away from, as a threat, something dangerous, something bad, basically I saw that this is what creates insomnia because the more we try not to be awake, the more we forcefully fight to sleep, the more awake we become, the more hyper we become. So this is where the struggle comes from. And this is the idea be behind befriending wakefulness. The idea is that when we change the how we look at uh, wakefulness from being like an enemy or a threat or danger to something that is, okay, it's acceptable, it's safe, it's something okay. When we sort of befriend this brain state of being awake, then the struggle fades away. So this was the idea behind befriending wakefulness. But What's, uh, what I didn't, there were two things that, that I, I clearly hadn't made clear. And it is A, I didn't make it clear sometimes that there's no requirement to leave the bed or the bedroom. And B, I didn't make it clear that there's no requirement to do something really fun and engaging and, and active. And, and so, you know, you know, this leads to kind of like, you know, I've already partially answered the question, but like the reason and these misunderstandings, miseducations are so common, really was this that I've that I've historically have really wanted to teach in an eye-opening way. In other words, what I want to say is this. When you sort of Google or search for like insomnia tips, you almost always hear something like, oh, when you, you, you can't sleep, you should, you know, keep keep the room dim, keep it quiet, like, you know, don't don't do something engaging, something like that, which is 
actually a way to try to force yourself to sleep. It's it's it, it may not be obvious, but it's kind of a masqueraded way of trying to force yourself to sleep, which creates struggle. So the way I wanted to teach around uh, befriending wakefulness is often like, hey, if you if you're awake at night, you can do something you like, like watching Netflix, which is like you never hear that, right? You never hear that. So when 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 I, I say that, often people go like, what? What did you say? Like that's so counterintuitive, and that, that can be really helpful because it's eye opening. It can get somebody to think in a really different way. Like, ah, you're saying that I do something I enjoy, that I'm actually teaching my brain that it's okay to be awake, and then it's not afraid of being awake, oh, and then actually sleep happens. You know, it can be really eye opening like that. But uh, you know how how maybe what I would emphasize today, so as not to create this kind of misunderstanding uh, that that has been so common, is this: there were like three things I I, I, I picked out here that I really want to emphasize. Number one is that peaceful sleep truly has zero requirements. Peaceful sleep does not require us to stay in bed or require us to get out of bed or require us to have fun at night or require us to, it has no requirements. It's a truly passive, effortless process that happens when we're, when we're not creating any requirements, when we're not trying to make it happen. So again, peaceful sleep has zero requirements. It is thinking that there are requirements that can make it choppy. And I think that automatically can really, you know, clarify this misunderstanding or miseducation. When we see this like, okay, there is no requirement to leave the bed. There is no requirement to do something fun and engaging. That really, really helps. And number two here is like emphasizing this, that befriending wakefulness is just an invitation to show our brain that being awake is safe. And we can do that in anything but a like super engaging activity where we leave the bed. We can be in our bed and just relaxing, just like keeping our eyes closed and thinking of something that is just as much befriending wakefulness as kind of like leaving the bed or, uh, you know, leaving the bed and, and watching Hulu or something like that. And we can combine, we can like stay in bed and do something more engaging or leave the bed and do something not engaging, like whatever feels like the, um, the sort of gentlest and nicest path really is befriending wakefulness you know it's the opposite of pressure one of our guests said talked about energy too like if, if you're thinking of something that and it feels like this is high energy that that's probably some type of attempt to control sleep again when something feels like low energy ah this feels like low energy like peaceful and, and, and nice that is a nice way of befriending wakefulness so that was number two there and and thirdly it this is about honesty you know being honest about the fact that, you know, when I'm awake at night, I honestly, I just want to sleep. That's all I want. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to be friend wakefulness. I don't want to do something, you know, engaging. I also don't want to do something like passive. I, I just want to sleep. This, like being honest in this way, I think is actually much more helpful than trying to like make ourselves befriend wakefulness. Because it, it, as you can sort of sense here, if we're thinking I have to befriend wakefulness so that I can sleep, it just becomes another way of trying to force sleep. You know, it's the opposite of that invitation to let go. It becomes a way of trying to control and, and deploy effort again. So another way of saying this and more broadly is that it is more helpful to accept that we can't accept something than trying to force ourselves to accept something because that will clearly lead to struggle. But when we're accepting that we're not, there's something we can't accept, that, that, is, that is acceptance. That is kind of the befriending, the, the gentle and nice path. Even if it is befriending wakefulness that we can't accept, the fact that we're, you know, we're not trying to force ourselves to accept something is 
a nice and peaceful way. And finally here, when we aren't trying to force education, like teaching our brain that there's nothing to, to be afraid of, when we're not trying to force that, we're not trying to force peace of mind, we're not trying to force sleep, and all these things that we want, they do happen by themselves. Hope this made a lot of sense to you. Let me know in the comment section what you thought. And uh, if, uh, generally speaking, things are making sense and you're finding your way to where you want to be, which is that place of peaceful sleep and peace of mind, it is wonderful. Do let us know. Do share it with us. And, and we'll really appreciate that. It brings a lot of hope and inspiration. On the flip side, if things are tricky, if you're not quite seeing the path forward, if you're feeling isolated, lonely, people around you don't really understand what you're going through, then please head over to our website, thesleepcoachtool.com, and check out our coaching options. And if you decide to join any of our programs, we look forward to seeing you on the other side. That said, look forward to having you here tomorrow. Until then, bye-bye.